The book of Revelation is a book of the Bible that a lot of people say they don't understand, or maybe they just don't want to understand. It doesn't apply to us today, they say. It's about the future. I don't care about that. Yet over 25% of the Bible is prophecies about the future. If God didn't want us to know what was going to happen in the future, he wouldn't have told us. And Revelation is the only book of the Bible that promises blessings to those who read it and follow it. Revelation chapter 1 verse 3 reads, Blessed is he who reads and those who hear the words of this prophecy, and keep those things which are written in it, where the time is near. God's time is not the same as human time, so near means something different to God than it does to us. Per Merriam-Webster, one of the definitions of revelation is something that is revealed by God to humans. We Christians mostly refer to the book of Revelation as just Revelation, but the actual title of the book is The Revelation of Jesus Christ. The other books of the Bible were transcribed by men and inspired by God. Per Revelation chapter 1 verse 1, God gave Jesus the revelation in the book of Revelation to give to men. This last book in the Bible is not only directed to the Asian churches for correction and reproof, and for us as well, it also reveals what will happen in the last times, at the second coming, and what will happen after. It also reveals what rewards we will receive for being faithful believers or overcomers, as Jesus calls us. There's a lot to dig out of the book of Revelation, but for this podcast episode, I'm going to concentrate on the first three chapters. In Revelation 1, John greets the seven churches of Asia. Like Paul's epistle, this book was forwarded from church to church to be read to each congregation as per Jesus' instructions in Revelation chapter 1 verse 11. Revelation chapter 1 verse 7 reminds me of Zechariah 12 verses 10 to 14 where all of Israel looks on the one whom they pierced, Jesus, and they will mourn. In Revelation chapter 1 verse 9, John gives us some background as to where he is and why he is there. In verse 10, John mentions that he was in the Spirit on the Lord's Day, which means he was in prayer on a Sunday. He heard a voice behind him, which turns out to be Jesus since he refers to himself as the Alpha or Omega, or the first and the last. That's the Greek words for that. John knew the voice. He heard it for three years while Jesus walked on the earth. John quickly turned around so that he could see Jesus, but he looked very different than he did when he was walking on earth. In fact, his appearance was so different that it shocked John and he fainted. But Jesus laid his hand on John and comforted him. Jesus explains about the seven stars in his right hands, which the angels of the churches, and the seven lampstands, which are the churches. Jesus also instructs John to write down what he sees and hears and sends it to the seven churches. He starts the letters right away in Revelation 2. The letters continue until the end of chapter 3. Jesus addresses each church in the first person. He could have told John, write that Jesus says to tell you, which would put the letters in the third person. Jesus always so addresses himself by a different title for the letter for each church. He has John address each letter to the angel of that particular church. The angel of the churches, per various commentators, are the pastors of the churches. Each letter to the churches has three parts. In the first part of each letter, Jesus tells that particular church about the good things they have done or believed to encourage them. Then in the second part of each letter, Jesus tells them about what they have done wrong and what will happen if they don't correct that wrong. 
In the third and final part of each letter, John gives, Jesus gives a promise for believers who stay faithful. This is usually preceded by the phrase, He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Sometimes this phrase is at the end of the letter. Either way, it is the hint that the reproof slash correction is finished. I'm going to summarize and explain the first two parts of each letter. Then I'll summarize what overcomers will receive in heaven after the rapture. You will only see here five entries for five churches, because not all the churches had done things they needed reproof for. When you hear the what was wrong, done wrong entries, think about how that entry would translate to you and are the modern church. What was done wrong? Nevertheless, I, Jesus, have this against you, that you have left your first love. How to correct what was done wrong? Remember, therefore, from where you have fallen, repent and do the first works. What will happen if the wrong is, con is corrected? Else I, Jesus, will come to you quickly and remove your lampstand from its place unless you repent. What was done wrong? But I, Jesus, have a few things against you, because you of those there who hold the doctrine of Balaam, who taught Balak to put a stumbling block before the children of Israel, to eat things sacrificed to idols, and to commit sexual immorality. Thus you also have those who hold the doctrine of Nicolaitans, which thing I hate. What to how to correct what was done wrong? Repent. What happens if the wrong isn't corrected? Or else I, Jesus, will come to you quickly and fight against them with the sword of my mouth. What was done wrong? Nevertheless, I, Jesus, have a few things against you because you allow that woman Jezebel, who calls herself a prophetess, to teach and seduce my servants to commit sexual immorality and eat things sacrificed to idols. And I gave her time to repent of her sexual immortality, and she did not repent. How to correct what was done wrong? Repent. What will happen if the wrong isn't corrected? Indeed, I, Jesus, will cast her into a sickbed, and those who commit adultery with her into great tribulation, unless they repent of her de their deeds. I will kill her children with death, and all the churches shall know that I am he who searches the minds and hearts, and I will give to each one of you according to your works. What was done wrong? Be watchful and strengthen the things that remain, that are ready to die, for I, Jesus, have not found your works perfect before God. How to correct what was done wrong? Remember, therefore, how you have received and heard. Hold past and repent. What will happen if the wrong is not corrected? Therefore, if you will not watch, I, Jesus, will come upon you as a thief, and you will not know what hour I will come upon you. What was done wrong? I, Jesus, know your works, that you are neither cold nor hot. I could wish you were cold or hot. So then, because you are lukewarm, you are neither cold nor hot, and I will vomit you out of my mouth. How to correct the wrong. I, Jesus, counsel you to buy from me gold refined in the fire, that you may be rich, and white garments that you may be clothed, that the shame of your nakedness may not be revealed. And anoint your eyes with eye salve, that you may see. As many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Therefore, be zealous and repent. What will happen if the wrong isn't corrected? Jesus does not detail what would happen if this wrong isn't corrected. Now for the good news. For those who keep the faith and are overcomers, here are the promised rewards. 
He who overcomes shall be clothed in white garments, and I will not blot out his name from the book of life, but I will confess his name before my Father and before his angels. Because you have kept my command to persevere, I also will keep you from the hour of trial which shall come upon the whole world to test those who dwell in the earth. I will make him a pillar in the temple of my God, and he shall go out no more. I will write on him the name of my God and the name of the city of my God, the new Jerusalem, which comes down out of heaven from my God, and I will write on him my new name. I will grant to sit with me on my throne, as I also overcame and sat down with my father on his throne. I will give to eat from the tree of life, remember that from the book of Genesis, which is in the midst of the paradise of God. Be faithful unto death, and I will give you the crown of life. He who overcomes shall not be hurt by the second death. I will give some of the hidden manna to eat, and I will give him a white stone, and on the stone a new name written, which no one knows except him who receives it. To him I will give power over the nations. I will give him the morning star. He who overcomes shall be clothed in white garments, and I will not blot out his name from the book of life, but I will confess his name before my Father and before his angels. I will make him a pillar in the temple of my God, and he shall go out no more. I will write on him the name of my God, and the name of the city of my God, the new Jerusalem, which comes down out of heaven from my God, and I will write on him my new name. I will grant to sit with me on my throne, as I also overcame and sat down with my father on his throne. The I in each verse that I just read refers to Jesus. Aren't these promises wonderful? They give us something to look forward to, and they encourage us when we feel sad. I wonder what Jesus' new name is, don't you? How thrilling it will be when all these promises come true and we will be with Jesus eternally. Thanks for your patience and your continued listening to my podcast. I hope to record more soon. See you next time.